Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Greg, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles and a specialist in relationships and sex. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time, we're sharing science-based advice with a few hundred of our closest friends. You're listening to episode 74 with that live TikTok audience. This week's show is brought to you by our members and advocates, Jennifer Restivo, Shannon Echevarria, Allison, Sharice Neal, and sustaining supporters, Barb Miller and Sandra Chiara-Mitaro. Stay tuned for ways you can become a member later in today's show. Hey, we got a great show for you tonight, focused on the ever important uh, adult-child-adult-parent relationship. Uh, we had a listener on TikTok ask us about this. That's why we're doing this show on this topic tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking specifically about a few different things, but if you're 19, 18 years or older and you have a parent who is middle-aged or older, I'm talking to you right now. How do you maintain emotional connection as your relationship evolves over time with a parent? Now, I use the term parent, but I want to be very clear. We're talking about core relationship skills here and core relationships. Sometimes... We're not talking about a biological parent. Sometimes we're talking about the relationship, the emotional connection between a child, an adult child, and a grandparent. Maybe we're talking about an adult relationship between an uncle and their nephew or niece. Uh, my focus at A Better Love Project is on the, high, the very high level of functioning in family systems and relationships. I talk about that because we know that these relationships exist, right? The science is clear. We've observed these kinds of family systems in the world. They're out there. We want each and every one of you to be living your life in the fullest way possible. So we're giving you this information, giving you this data, giving you specific skills to generate these kind of levels of emotional connection with the people you want to develop connection with. You have the freedom to choose whoever you want in your life. Maybe that isn't. A biological parent. We understand that estrangement, either physical estrangement or emotional estrangement, which is basically the lack of emotional connection between you and a parent, exists in the world. My heart goes out to anyone who has had a challenging relationship with a parent. Oh, and I definitely, my heart goes out to anyone here who has never had that kind of experience and who is creating that stability and groundedness in themselves. Maybe that's you right now if you're listening. Let's talk about one version of a healthy relationship between an adult and an adult parent. So we're both adults, right? You're older than 18, and the first time that we see relationships start to come to define themselves, you know what I mean, really clarify the boundaries when roles start to shift from, uh, you know, your kid being a, a, a baby to a middle schooler to a high schooler, now they're either in active duty military or they're in college or they're in the workforce, they're over 18. Maybe you're even one of those families, which we're, we've seen over the course of the last, let's say, five-ish plus years, 10 years, five, 10 years, which is a lengthening of the emergence of adulthood. It's very clear. Uh, folks are spending more time with their parents, more time in family homes than they used to. And so this extenuates 
opportunities for tension, conflict, and other things during this period of time. I'm talking about age 18 to, let's say, you know, 24, 5, 6, around that time period. And I know some of our listeners, some of our friends here on TikTok and elsewhere uh, were just telling me earlier today on a live event that they were on the phone with their, you know, adult child uh, listening and helping, supporting, validating, doing all the things that they typically did when they were younger, when their child was younger, now they're older. And they are starting to develop a new kind of attachment with one another, right? And it comes down to a secure attachment. If you have a secure attachment, a relatively secure attachment, a good enough secure attachment, I'm not talking about perfection here. Perfection doesn't exist. Uh, we're humans. We're, we're fallible. Our relationships will be fallible as well. But if you can kind of create a, uh, in a relationship where emotional connection sustains, even if your child is not in the home, even if your child is not in the country, uh, you know, that's the case. I could tell you that's the case with my mother and I uh, when I served 11 years in the military. I was served um, all of my time basically in the Marine Corps. I served all of that time overseas. And so I would communicate with her and other family members. Uh, from far, far away. Many people have done that for many, many hundreds of years. So we know that there can be that emergence, right? A young adult leaving the home, uh, leaving the state, leaving the country, leaving whatever, going to do whatever they're doing and maintaining connection with some regular frequency with their parent, right? So that can be a phone call, that can be uh, whatever, that can be, now it can be FaceTime, it can be Whatever. I mean, there's a million ways you can just get on a video call and connect with somebody. Now, we're talking about a certain group of people who have obviously, right, we have access to internet, we have access to technology, we have financial resources, we can do these things. There's, I'm talking about a context where both an adult parent and an adult child both have uh, liter, you know, technological literacy so they can navigate some of these things. Bottom line is, you can have a healthy relationship through college years, military years, leaving home years, and set yourself up for success by building a friendship. Uh, and hopefully, maybe you've already got a piece of that, right? Because at the base, at, at the foundation of good parenting is understanding your child and your child being able to understand you to a certain extent uh, based on their own developmental stage and then also being able to see you as a model of the behavior in which they want to model, that they want to live out in their own life. This is pretty simple stuff. I'm not breaking any news here. We don't break news. We're not. There's nothing radical you're going to hear from me here at A Better Love Project. I am a board-certified couple and family psychologist. I have studied psychology and trained in this field for over 20 years. I've got six years of a specialized experience helping couples through very difficult things. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you here on the show every Sunday that, it, that if you can get back to the basics, emotional connection, if you can get back to things like that, these principles, and attend to them, specifically we're talking about children and parents today, then you're going to be able to likely maintain a level of emotional connection with the people you love the most. And I would hope, and I know that's not the case for everybody, 
but I would hope that everybody has at least one adult who is older than them that they can speak to on some regular basis, get friendship in that, get mentorship, get a sounding board. And there's so much that we can, a child, an adult child can offer their parent, you know, particularly as you transition into the next period of time that I want to talk about, which is you're a middle-aged person and your parent is an older adult. So anybody here, a middle-aged person, I'm 39 years old, so I'm middle-aged basically right now, okay? <laughs> so if you're between the ages of like, you know, basically 40, let's say 40, 39, 40, whatever, and 35, you can even start counting at 35 to be honest with you. Anyway, but let's say 40, let's say 40 to 60 is really what I'm talking about in terms of middle-aged, okay? We got some yeses in the room. So we guess so cheers to middle age everybody we've arrived right you didn't know you're we're here we finally arrived we're middle aged if you're middle aged right now cheers to you this is the best time ever to be middle aged because there's so many opportunities to live a fierce healthy amazing life and i hope you have every opportunity to do that um, if you're middle aged then you may have an adult parent who's in their 70s or 80s okay Maybe your adult parents in their 60s, I don't know, probably 70s and 80s, okay? So what does that mean? That means that we can see, uh, we're, we're in Hollywood, everybody, so if you hear the, the sirens in the background, that's what's going on there. Hey, what's going on? Um, I just want to really quick, before we dive into the rest of this middle age thing, uh, mention one thing. We got so many sirens in the background, how fun. In about 10 minutes, we're gonna shift gears to our live audience questions. What's on your heart and mind about dating, relationships, sex, marriage? Let me know, leave your comments in the comments below here on TikTok and Instagram, if you're on Instagram, and I will get to those questions soon. Hopefully, if you had simple questions like, "What? who is Dr. Greg? Hopefully our moderators and or others have already answered that question for you. I appreciate all our moderators who are working this live event. Let's dive into some new skills here. If you are a middle-aged adult child, what kind of relationship, this is my question to you, listen to my question and think about this right now. What kind of relationship do you wanna have with the people who are older than you in your family? What is the relationship that you wanna have? So it could be a mother or father, biological or step, doesn't matter. It could be a grandparent who's still alive. That'd be amazing. It could be uncles or uh, aunts or whatever it is, right? What is your connection to your family who's older than you? This is a question that humans, us humans have, you know, been navigating for lots and lots of generations, about 7,500 generations. <laughs> and so now we've got to today, it's 2022. How do we do it, right? What is the relationship that you want? Because you define the kind of connection that you will have with the people in your life and that includes your parents or parents. If you're like me, you may be middle-aged and only have one parent left because unfortunately, uh, too many people uh, die of cancer. My father was one of those people. My heart goes out to you if you've lost anyone recently. Uh, losing the big people in our life is can be extremely hard. So my heart goes out. <clears throat> my heart goes out to you. 
Uh, but if you think about the kind of people who are in your life right now and available to you, who are still living, who are still amongst us, I hope that you, if you had a healthy attachment to them, like if you had a secure attachment to them growing up, I hope you decide to maintain emotional connection with them in their older years. Why? Because in this life, and there's lots of cultural variables at play here, uh, along all of these decision points, right? So lots of cultural variables, lots of variables in terms or impact in terms of gender. We understand women uh, in families, uh, 65%, I think, of all older adults are taken care by of by a primary uh, like adult child and usually that's women so listen there's lots of dynamics going on across family systems that are influenced by culture but when it comes down to it my my ask of you is define right now define tonight don't wait any longer right now define the kind of emotional connection you want to have with any of these people now today and decide how do I want to build into my weekly rituals, daily, weekly, monthly rituals, a, a way of connecting with this person to stay up to date on their life so they can stay up to date on my life so that we can share one you know, experiences because why is it that as an adult, I have to stop learning from a parent or an older adult? That doesn't have to happen. Actually, in many cultures, there is a significant uh, valuing of uh, older adults until the day they die and then you know an honoring of their life and their legacy afterwards so we have to think about the fact that each of us is in a family system that is aging right we're each of us i am you are everybody here we're all in a system a family system that's aging and for instance uh now let's talk about the last stage right so we've got about a minute left now we're talking about end of life issues, right? So a parent, an adult child, an adult parent relationship then becomes really you know, significant at the end of life. What does a family decide to do? How does a family or child decide to stay emotionally connected to a parent until their death? And then like, these are things that I would invite you to think about. Why? Not because I wanna be morbid, but because these are truths and realities. We all are born, we all die. When we think about our relationship with the people we love the most, we wanna think about what are, what are those characteristics, what are those qualities that we wanna develop with those people? I'd invite you to start working on those things this week. Don't waste any more time, get to it. If you've enjoyed tonight's show so far, consider becoming a member to receive exclusive benefits and merch while supporting this 501c3 nonprofit media company. You can go to patreon.com forward slash a better love project. The link is in our bio. You're going to get all the details you need to reset your relationships, to grow, to reach your fullest potential, not only in yourself, but in your relationships. If you become a member today, you'll support us and get all of those exclusive benefits. So thank you to all of our donors, everyone who's given a rose, a gift during this live event, anyone who has donated. And there's so many of you who have, I've already given shout outs to some of you tonight who have sponsored and made this show available. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. So what's on your heart and mind uh, right now this week about dating, relationships, and sex? I'm happy to answer questions right now. I'm gonna jump into the comment section now and answer your question because when I answer your question, I know 
it's going to help someone else. Um, what's up, Jeff? What's up, Kendra? We get one of our uh, sponsors on our Insta right now. Listen, we're trying to remove barriers to relationship science for as many families in the country as we can in the shortest amount of time as we can. I think that's an amazing mission. I'm a Marine. We like big missions. South Florida, what's up? Married for 30 plus years. Cheers to your 30 plus year love. Love to have couples aboard learning together on the live show together. If you want your spouse or partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, to hear the stuff we talk about on the show, why not just tell them to download TikTok. If they already have TikTok, tell them to come to the show. Uh, can you read Winnie the Pooh again? Yes, I'm reading Winnie the Pooh tomorrow. So come by, you know, if you see me live tomorrow on TikTok, jump in for some more Winnie the Pooh. Those are not scheduled. It's spontaneous when I can. Uh, I'll be reading Winnie the Pooh from Hollywood, California, where I'm broadcasting the show live from right now. I, I was listening to an amazing speaker today, and they were talking about uh, the power of good enough. Okay, good enough. Now, I don't, you know, I don't, I, that language doesn't really sit well with me as a, you know, lieutenant commander in the Navy. I like, you know, I want, and Marine sergeant, former Marine sergeant, like, I want to excel. I want the people around me to excel. I want them to reach their fullest potential. I want them to be shooting for the stars. And it's important to recognize that in this life, we have very little control over anything, actually. <laughs> we have control, perhaps, I hope, over our thoughts. Uh, we have control over our behaviors, even though it seems like sometimes we don't. And it may, may be the case. There's obviously exceptions to all of this. I'm a psychologist. I understand there are exceptions to all these things. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it, it's the life we are dealt, like the family we're born into, the circumstance we're born into, the culture, the value systems, the, you know, it's all those things. While we aspire to have deep emotional connection with the people that we love the most, um, we have to recognize that that's right. That's in, in our world, in our existence, in our life, perhaps that's not possible. And we have to, we have to work toward um, being willing to just look at that. You know what I mean? Um, but my heart goes out to you. I'm glad that you're here, my friend. Thank you for being here. Closer while I still have the chance. Relationship is good. Different schedules, Meg says. Brian says a deep connection. Either he wants a deep connection or has a deep connection with his parent. But you're going to have uh, you're gonna have situations where, and if you're in a big family, this is likely the case, you'll maybe see variations of different relationships that a parent will have with children, right? There's some of this phenomena that we observe in the literature. I reviewed some of the literature before tonight's show. So in other words, each individual human connection relationship that a parent has with a child uh, can be different between siblings in a family. It's totally okay. It's totally okay to have whatever version of a an adult relationship with your parent. Or if you're a parent to have an adult relationship that you want with your child, it's up to you to figure out what that is, to communicate what you want. Just like any other relationship, ladies and gentlemen, here at A Better Love Project that I talk about. What's up, Corey? I talk about communicating wants and needs and when you're an adult child or if you're a parent. If you wanna to talk to your child more, reach out to them more, call them more, jump on FaceTime more. If you, you know, so it's a mutual investing, a mutual investment in each other, reciprocal thing. We don't want imbalance. Why would we want imbalance in anything? But we understand also that culture has to play uh, a part here, obviously, in terms of some cultures, there's hierarchy, you know, in terms of age. 
you're going to have different kinds of relationships with an adult parent. But uh, cheers to anybody who wants to have that. Cheers to anybody who's investing in that right now with a clear focus, with an appreciation that time is short and limited. And uh, the people in our life will not be in our life forever. We understand that. Our friend said, holy cow, this is me. I'm struggling with my dad and we never have had friction. Uh, Mom's struggling too. So yeah, it depends on where you are in your life. If you're in college and maybe you're visiting uh, on spring break or something and you're seeing dynamics that you don't like to see. I mean, there's all sorts of things that could be going on to influence your relationships. Just to let you know, we're coming to you live from Hollywood, California. I'm Dr. Greg. Being a parent myself, I'm, I'm having a hard time with some of the stuff, says our friend here. Thank you for that, Rose. All I know is we can't choose our parents. We either live, uh, you know, choose to love them and live with them, work with them in whatever way we want. You know, I mean, there's it'll be close. There'll be closeness there or distance, depending on the two people involved in that relationship, right? And their skills. Uh, there are generational issues in terms of norms around relationships that maybe you are shaping. Cheers to Jenny for that crown. Um, listen, you're creating maybe new norms in your family. Maybe it's you. You're the one. You're resetting things for generations to come. We are a connection. You know, regardless of whether or not this may be the case for you, um, in general, we are. Uh, we come from our, you know, a history, a history, a legacy, a story, a family history, right? And sometimes, for many people, this can be a strength to understand where we come from so that we can go back to core values that have been in our family for generations, um, like being kind to one another, like, you know, taking care of one another, like, trying our best to maintain an emotional connection even with difficult people and then without any shame or guilt deciding to you know cut people out of our life if that has to happen and sometimes that has to happen believe me i have seen plenty of times where that has to happen there are not there's a lot of folks who are not healthy in this world uh yeah i'm in hollywood what's going on we got a few minutes we got four minutes left let's see if there are any other things generational issues i know generational issues trauma is one of those things i'm sure folks probably know this already um if your parent has post-traumatic stress from war from assault from anything from maybe problematic toxic abusive relationships themselves that anxiety the anxiety the stress and things that come with that uh, transmits. We understand that. There's evidence to suggest that trauma transmits gener intergenerationally. And so each of us has an opportunity that leaves us this, I would suggest, each of us has an opportunity to do what we can in our own life, to be the healthiest version of ourselves that we can be, to connect with our family in the ways in which we choose to connect and want to connect. And I hope that those connections, as the evidence suggests, are buffering against the stress of life. We all will go through the stress of life with relative suffering and challenges. It's important that we ourselves take care of ourselves and that we surround ourselves with people who love and adore us, who support us, who cheer us on. Adult parents can be some of those people. We can be that person for our adult children. 
when they decide maybe to get married, when they decide to have kids maybe, when maybe you're becoming a grandparent, who knows? There's all sorts of ways in which we can connect in our families. We want to honor whatever seems right, feels right to you. And whatever that is, it's all good. All versions of love between an adult parent and an adult child, whether that's step, biological or otherwise. I'm just talking about the dynamic of a primary adult who was there and who took care of you in some way, shape or form, hopefully well, when you were a child. Uh, there's lots of ways that love can evolve over time in our adult years as we become middle-aged adults, our parents become older adults, and even into our later years. Just make sure that you're asking for what it is that you want and need in your relationships. That includes your relationship with your adult parent or if you're an adult parent with your child. Ask for what you want and need. Seek for it in the people around you. Create the kind of love that you want in your life today. You have that possibility. If you don't think you do, hang out at a Better Love Project for a little bit, I think. Hopefully you'll be inspired. Hey, listen, uh, we are headed out for tonight. I appreciate you stopping by. Hopefully you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And become a member by going to patreon.com forward slash a better love project right now. If you valued what you experienced tonight, support this project so we can continue our work helping couples and families each and every day. We're here in Hollywood, California, but we won't be here forever. We're going to be recording and producing this show live from the Azores, Portugal. Eu falo português, sim. If you speak Portuguese, definitely come back to a better love project. We're going to be talking about love, a fierce, healthy love. Something that you can create with the people that you care about the most. From my heart to yours, love each other fiercely.